recording has commenced. Beginning that one. Perfect. So, the start of last session, we awoke from our sleep, having drank more than our fill for two of us the previous night, playing music and everything. And then we agreed to stay one more day because we needed to rest further. And we wanted to see what supplies we could find in town just in case we did have to go to that other town. Um, hopefully we would get what we needed here to avoid any other skirmishes if we did have to move on as I was still wounded in ways that take time to heal. Agreeing to go to Mama Rings, we attempted to leave our room, but opening the door, we found our entrance flooded with meats, pastries, notes of thanks, and dried food. Even a wreath of flowers and some slippers made of rabbit fur were waiting there for us. Moving the honor gifts inside and enjoying some candied bacon, we bounced downstairs like children at Christmas. Not really, but I'll say that. <laughs> Oddly limber for all being so tired and wounded, and enjoyed a hearty breakfast of egg, bacon, and toast, and burnt coffee. Simply joking lightly so as not to make our souls too much heavier at this time, we finished quickly and went on our way to go shopping. Once we reached Mama Rings, you, Earth, put up your hood as if to try to hide from whoever or whatever was inside. We entered and we were greeted by a man who looked both very young and very old. We asked what they had and realized they were pretty much empty, no healing potions or anything because the mercenaries cleared them out. But we were able to procure one climbing kit and four days of rations each. Slapping down platinum to cover the cost, the man asked, is that really you? And we all knew who he was talking to. It was Earth. So you replied, indeed, it was you. And it came out that this young man was the son of Mama Ring herself, a woman which Earth had known a woman killed by your stepfather before you killed the bastard yourself. The lad slid our coin back to us with the promise he'll charge us next time, but not this. Feeling adequately prepared but not yet ready to travel, we split up to do our own activities, where Norwin went to the forest to find what he could to eat and heal. He came with about four herbs and some berries, enough for one person for a day. I went back to the room, being boring, using the silence to practice my playing, catch up on my writing, and drink more burnt coffee. Earth went to the makeshift memorial of his mother and looked into the fey bottle to catnap. In your dream, you once again talked with Dole Grumash. The chained beast promised the next time Earth falls that he will come for him, and now your feud is personal. Yeah, I got my safety net. Yeah. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Released from that conversation, you were dumped into more talk with your many spirit friends, the raven-haired woman ever a ways away, even when you tried to approach her. Much like in the Feywild, you could never get close enough. Finally waking after an hour, you found Weaver sitting behind you. I should have known better than to sneak up on... You should have known better than to sneak up on me while I'm sleeping, old man. I think your other side is more dangerous, especially while asleep, he retorted. From there, he asked if it was really you, and you said once again it was, but you hated your last name, Mactir. And so he said, I don't have to call you that, and we don't have to do anything but enjoy the weather together. And that is what you did. After about an hour, you both start making your way back, much slower than you're used to because he's old as fuck. <laughs> we all met at the tavern where Norwin brought up how guilty he felt for the young girl's death at Earth's hands and that we had the means to bring her back. So he was wondering if 
we should and we both said personally we wouldn't but we support your life decisions so we went there anyway and they were all in this like woodshed she was one of eight dead in the room all wrapped in blankets with coins upon their eyes and there were living littering the room as well much more annoying weeping over their dead kin and we were openly discussing bringing her back and it came out that she has no living family whatsoever no one to care for her no one who would talk for her so earth did that instead but it did start a debate about who deserved to be brought back or not because the woman with the child was crying and her husband (laughs) and so we ended up doing a random pull of coins pulled from their eyes which earth put numbers on to and we ended up bringing back a man with a young son who had just started dating another gal in town and he was reincarnated from a human to a human dun 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 (laughs) and no one could Who knows, right? Humans. Mm -hmm. Humans. And in two years, he gets cancer and dies. (laughs) It's a known side effect of being reincarnated. Yeah. When souls multiply that fast, things just happen. It just Mm -hmm. happens. It just happens. And then we went back to the tavern, had a relatively peaceful night of sleep. And when we woke up, we decided that would be the day we would head out. We couldn't fly in the canyon, but we would fly to the canyon. Uh, the mm-hmm. steps and that's when Elspeth started writing how are you any updates just been talking to royals here and I said we made fast work of the mercenaries had to kill him too onto the steps today making good time so hopefully any news with royals and came up nope mm-mm, nothing yet moving on to Scarland and thusly we finished and it is the morning of the morning. day we are leaving Yes. Precisely that. It is indeed the morning that you all intend on departing. You're fully refreshed. Your souls have have been um, thankful to to be at at rest and still in this odd place where where appreciation has finally trickled into the hearts of the, the townsfolk. And it's morning. You are free to have your breakfast, some more coffee, likely burnt, and be on your way however you wish, or discuss as you wish. Take it away. So we feeling ready to get going? Yes, I'm thinking just about. Um, Though, there is one thing. Oh God, another soul to call back from the grave? No. No, I don't have the resources for that at the moment. So what is it then? Well, there is something that I just wanted to bring up because it occurred to me as an oddity that I I didn't necessarily think about last night. But when Annie was playing her her songs and you were, you know, doing what you do, I went out to deliver some hot chocolate to the kids um, that were peeking in and you know i was trying to entertain the children and so i showed them you know the old my older self so i could look like you know the tabaxi i thought they would be amused by that and one of them asked if i could be a lizard and so i i turned into a a dragonborn Hmm. and this child mentioned that 
their father would be is most uh, would be angry if that was my true form because they don't like dragonborns and i didn't think really anything of it at the time um but now i'm, I'm wondering if there's something to that because dragonborns are kind of rare i wonder if we should ask this father quick before we head doesn't make much sense as far as i can tell so looking into it, it's your call I'm just, it just seemed like a really odd comment, you know, and... I don't think it would slow us down too much, so it might uh, be worth investigating. Yeah, and if it gives us any information, that might be worth it. Uh, oh, hang on one second here. So, do you know who this chatty lad was? Uh, do I remember who this chatty lad was? <laughs> I mean, no names or addresses or business cards yeah, were, were exchanged in the <laughs> transaction, but I would say, I mean, you have a fairly reasonable approximation of what the child looked like. You can so, make yourself look like him, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, uh, let's just say I'll go to the barkeep and like shrink myself as short as I can and kind of look like that child and ask who it is. Um, Hilda right. just looks at you, sort of like pouring coffee, and then it begins to over overflow. And she goes, "Dab by the six and gets it off of the, the table just with her hand. Ah, it's hot. Uh, this is strange. Sure, um, you know, back in my day, we we just had to use some uh, charcoal and um, burnt hide to uh, draw figures. Have I'm seen not the best artist, <laughs> but um." Well, they got all sorts of tricks, Hildy. I understand that. I've seen, <clears throat> seen enough. Um, <clears throat> by the by, the way, Raphael, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but your dancing is a was wonderful. That the other the night, I, I I wish I could have seen it in person rather than just the stories of it. <clears throat> I'm sure the town will be will be talking about that for centuries to come. <laughs> Uh, guys, one second here. I need to, uh, apparently a friend of mine delivered a package to my place. I'm just going to pick that up quick. Go for it. Yep. When he comes back, I'm going to pretend like I'm just finishing the, um, what, what Hilda told um, Norman. Yeah, so that's, so that's just all I really, really wrap know. Wrap up the Dragonborn thing. Like we're at the end of the Dragonborn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's where you can find the crow. Yeah. And that's why I hate those fucking lizards. <laughs> uh, that's what I do. <laughs> right, I hate them. I never ever see a lizard again. I'll just slit its throat. All right, sense. you guys need to go on to the full We No, we need to forget the past and we need to take care of this lizard problem. I have never been so moved before. <laughs> just tears rolling down your faces. Good sir. You bite your thumb at me, sir? <laughs> and that's why I'll never look at one again in the same way. Dragonborn, lizard folk, whatever the fuck you want to call them. And he stomps out the, the door and you never see him again. Seems like that's a quick plot point. Oh, hey. Didn't realize you weren't there. That's, uh, that's good. <sighs> well, the past may just have to wait. Problem like this. <coughs> What, what just happened? 
<laughs> just fuck with you. I, I, I zoned out really hard. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's like I was in a daze and I just like came in one ear and out the other. Uh, Wait, what? What's happening? <laughs> Norm would be like, don't feel bad. I was in on the joke. And even when Leo said that, I was like, Wait a second. I don't get it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, um, she just looks at, at you and goes, "How you going, Iggs kid?" Yeah, Iggs kid. Iggs. Right. Yep. Uh, do you know where this Ig lives, or might be? Is there a reason why you're looking for a child? Uh, no, or I'm, I'm we're always for... looking for children. Don't worry. That's why I'm worried. <laughs> No, it's more that I just had some questions for their father, or for Ig, or whoever the, the father of the child is. We're looking for Iggy. Mm -hmm. Make a persuasion check, Norwin. Okay, 1d20. I think my persuasion is shit. You charming motherfucker. Okay, let me check my persuasion. It's not a crazy high DC, but... Like mm -hmm. you said, Norwin's not super charming. So hey there, and just transformed into this guy's child. So it, it's a little bit weird. You know what? That is fair. Uh, this kid. <laughs> I'm guessing my persuasion is zero. Okay. Well, then you have a fifty-fifty chance. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, you actually more. Yeah, she's kind of like. Well, apologies, but I'm not sure if I'm comfortable handing out the homestead locations of other people. Maybe we have some, find we have some questions about Dragonborn. Oh, what kind of questions about Dragonborn would you have for Ig? Well, it sounds like he wasn't very fond of them, and we just want to check in. Yes, Dragonborn are extremely rare, and I was I'm just curious as to a, when did Iggy see said Dragonborn, and why they were so um, against them, essentially? I very much doubt that Ig has ever seen a Dragonborn, uh, nor have I, but I don't like them either. Uh, in fact, I think the further north you go, the more you'll find people that would not be fond. You know, stories and rumors um, reach us even here, all the way here. We're not that far from the capital after all, despite the fact that they forgot about us, so on and so forth. But when it comes down to it, rumors and stories reach us of the pilgrims that are trying to pave the way um, northward, braving the, the seas and the storms and the creatures deep, deep within, expand Agrostone influence, etc., etc., and stories of them getting attacked by barbaric lizard folk tribe, which I understand they're technically called dragonborn, but have reached, like I said, all the way here. So, in years past, Dornberg was not never a very popular destination, but it is a stop on the way northward. That's where I get most of my business. It is one, one method to get 
why is there fighting outside? Always around this time, <laughs> some sword clashing. Welcome to Dornberg, honey. Knock it off! All right, <laughs> kids. So I imagine what you experienced was the, pre pre was the prejudice of folk who have heard stories. All right, well, that's, that's fine, as long as it wasn't some sort of personal story. That's just what I was curious about. I don't think I don't think Ig has ever left this, the 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 four walls of this town. If not actual walls here, but you get my, my metaphorical. Point. I get it. Metaphorical, mm -hmm. yes. Maybe even metaphorical. Mm -hmm. That's stronger than stone or steel. Uh, it's, yes, very much. Okay. Mm -hmm. Build me some of them walls. <laughs> yes, we'll have, to, we'll have to. We'll build you some metaphorical walls. <laughs> All right, and obviously, you know, you've probably know about as much as anybody. And so, if there was some dragonborn that came through town, you probably would have heard about it. I guarantee you, n none of the swords in the past uh, several, well, since the the sons of, of Jack, there's been no one much coming through town, and. Even before that, most people passing through and staying the night, mm -hmm. the broken or the, the empty bottle is where they would stay. So, fair enough. Of course, yes. considering the fact that right now I'm talking to a child, and you can look mm -hmm. like whatever you want to, um, I guess I can't say for sure one way or the other. But again, I'm pretty confident. Mm -hmm. Ig's just uh, talking this, the same way that most folk in this town and most folk in Siskarland, if you went further north. When you live right on the border in a, in a podunk town like this, those sorts of, of thought, that sorts of news is the biggest news that you get for decades. And those thoughts stay up here rattling around for some time. Fair enough. We just, um, in our travels, we encountered a dragonborn fellow and they were making their way north so wasn't sure if they had maybe stopped by or something but good to know thank you for your information and sorry if we're um i'm still a child uh, <laughs> and i'll like regain my height again back to norwin <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yep sorry about that all right thank you for your time Hey, here's your coffee. Here's your coffee. She pushes over the mug that's just, it was overflowing a little bit. So it's fully, she kind of slops on the side and she just kind of goes, ah, walks away. Well, I think that is enough information for me if it's just, you know, tendential racism. I mean, we could find a lot of that around here if you want to go looking. <laughs> and probably. But no, that's that's enough. I just wasn't sure if there was some sort of, you know, more to it than that. No, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. it's, like we said, it's worth asking around about. So you know, if there was like a, a you know a band of or a group of them that came by and was headed toward the steps, you know, that might be good to know. For example, if they're coming through the steps, and yeah, who knows? Like, like I said, <clears throat> doesn't hurt asking. So I think it was a good okay. call. All right, well, let's finish this up and then. Uh, Fly like the wind. We could still go ask Egg if we wanted to. If we could find him. Although she says there haven't been any dragonborn, that doesn't mean he hasn't met any 
while in the woods or around or heard mm. stories from people. True. Thinking he might have heard something differently than she had. Mm. But that's just an option. That's just my two cents. Well, if they're coming from the north, we're, we're going kind of the opposite direction right now. We're going quite a bit south. So That's fair. Still good to know because we have, um, I don't know, I feel like before we're, you know, return to the earth, we'll probably wind up heading north. Just a feeling I have. You can go looking for him if you want. No problem. Maybe if we see him on the way. Uh, All right. Where's Darbellos? He's uh, down here right now. He'd be you guys downstairs. He's at a ta- table just m- making some notes, drinking some coffee. You ready to go, Darby? Always. Are we, plan- are we planning on stopping by Ifbin? Rem- remind me. Can your magic, magic spellness uh, get us that far and still to the pass? Or are we skipping that, that leg of the journey? Uh, I think we're going straight to the pass. Mm-hmm. I think so. This is getting yep. a little tight for my liking. Okay, let me just send a note that will reach the commander there that we will not be stopping by the Brass Huntress. The Brass Huntress. Finishes, finishes signature with a flourish and then the his fingers, the parchment rolls up and grabs it and what is what is that exactly? And post? No, the the brass the brass huntress is what the um one second, I do have this written down. I thought it was there, but it's not. The Brass Huntress is the is the more well known moniker for uh, Palantina Castillo, Imperata of His August Majesty's Third Legion, who's uh, who's should be stationed in the uh, Longwin Wood there around Ithben. After all, our our intent, or I should say, your job, is to go in make a mess of what's inside, cut, cut off the, the head or heads of the snakes. I've heard that what was once one orc tribe has been combined into several. So however many heads of however many snakes we, we decide to cut off, it, it is the, the third legion, or at least her division of it, that will be charging in to finish the job by, by whatever guide she has whatever markings we post for her. Mm-hmm. But again, you, you don't, don't have to have to worry about that. I just needed to know if I, if I needed to, to expend one of my messages and he kind of wags the orders quill. Not a problem, but the deed's been done. Very well. Noted. <clears throat> yeah. Just enjoy your burnt coffee while we have the opportunity to have it. Well, we're going to be roughing it for a few days. Well, when you put it like that, and he downs the rest of it, 
If you have to pee when you're in cloud form, does it just come out as rain? Yellow rain. (laughs) Chocolate rain. Chocolate rain. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that's what they do. Let's get along. Shall I the moose? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we'll go outside, and Norwin will cast Windwalk on y'all, on everybody. All right. Everybody, the whole town. (laughs) Well, I mean, we could cast it on, like, Icky and uh, Sticky, too. So. Can you just pocket them? That's also true. I can just that way we don't lose him. I can't pocket Icky, but he can just be like in my jacket outfit. Sure. Right? Or how would that work, Josh? We need a charge for him. <laughs> it's sort of moot because um, you, you can cast win 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 walk on enough figures. But mm-hmm. I would say if Icarus is on your shoulder with the odd abilities of this particular spirit creature of the Raven Queen, as you turn in into to, into wind, it would as well. Strychnine, I would say that that would not happen with, because that's not mm-hmm. the same thing, but Strychnine, you can just poof away and poof back wherever whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Very good. Mm-hmm. Alright. Then you, you step out, you take a minute to cast the spell, mm-hmm. and then you all begin to hearing the clashing of swords again like a thumping of your hearts and you wisp away from your feet up to your heads looking like like genies for for a moment in time like the old stories and people are looking like oh what's that and people come over so you have a small gathering here um as people (laughs) see you and stop their horses as you just in their eyes spiral into wind and disappear just your heads left and you have about 10 12 people people there and a mold weaver is stepping up with his with his um whole family his son his daughter-in-law his his granddaughter that's sort of hiding behind him and he just holds up a an old weathered hand and waves and the rest Mm -hmm. of his his family does the same and ellie that haunted look in her eyes after the, this young girl being in a jail cell for as long as she was just pokes around and waves tentatively as well. And as you guys just, your heads go and you, you all take a quick look back and you see that a good 12, 15 people now are all, are all either waving or just stupefied looking at you. <laughs> some, some drool coming down. Uh, could really just mess with a backwater town and we just start going like Jack's taking me. He's coming for you next. <laughs> yeah. Really Children be good and this will happen to you. <laughs> you should have taken me to Iggy. No. Yeah. How to get Iggy, it's Ig. <laughs> Iggy. Or point Iggy. Well, it took, it took it like that. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Is his last name Azale? No, that's Better. why I didn't say Iggy. I said this mm-hmm. All right. For mm-hmm. our flying, and you you know based on your basic understanding of maps, um, if you just hug, if you just stay over the um tops here, and you hit a big large body of water, and you follow that around that will that's your your main way that you're, you're going to be mm-hmm. going. hugging um, oracle lake basically exactly hugging oracle lake until at some point earth decides to head south and i can finally yes. stop playing frozen wastes since now you're no longer so the the, the hours zip by quite quickly here as you fly in the sunlight and you, there we go. As you're just rocketing through. And you, <clears throat> hours and hours and hours pass like, like this. You get to the lake and, and you have this odd moment seeing the Oracle Lake, which even from your height, as you look out over it, it just looks like an ocean to you. It is in. Calling it a lake is very much a misnomer. It should be called the, the Oracle Sea. It is absolutely enormous. It's bigger than Lake Superior, which if you stand on the edge of that, you look over, you don't see anything. So even though you know that the that that the dome is almost within your grasp, and for a moment you're like, could I fly there? Um, you know that's not your job at this moment in time, but this is the closest that you've come here in a couple years at least, I, I, I think. Your first sign that things are beginning to be a little bit more difficult here is the wind does pick up quite sh- sharply. You guys are made of wind, but a- after you hug that western coast of Oracle Lake for some time, all of a sudden you feel buffeted by it, like wind flying into to wind, and it's just turning you about. Or if you know that that's your cue, that even though you could hug the Oracle lake and get across no problem no problem that would not be to, to, to your advantage here i shouldn't say no problem it'd still be tough you have to have to go over the lake probably and andy you know that's quite quite um, windy over those waters as well shifts don't often traverse the oracle lake because it's just as tumultuous as the the ocean is between the, the continents so if you know it's time to cut and head straight south and then you begin to see the sovereign steps from your guys's vantage point, this high up, just seeing the beginnings of, of them, it just looks like a chaotic mass of mountains and peaks and like earth that just smashed and then rose to create one enormous shelf in some spots and some areas where the earth collapsed and there's canyons and, and ravines there. There are indeed some mountain ridges and as such, where it's multiple peaks, um, there's some some areas at the very very tip top. Through as as you're zipping for flying in wind, not able to traverse too far in, and just hugging hugging the sides. Or if you're looking for a particular sign that you know will not be very very easy that this high up, so you are eventually going to bring everybody down to more ground level and skim. I think you're looking for that again particular sign that you're used to. But at least at this time. 
you guys see that some of these very high mountain peaks in the in the distant fog might have some some snow on them but it's quite warm here this is right on the cook on the equator um so temperature shouldn't be a, a problem at least not while the sun is up you think as you look down you see areas where where avalanches has have clearly taken over you see copses of of, of trees you see entire areas where the trees are tilted at almost almost a 60 degree angle from the constant winds that buffet them and you see their gnarled roots just barely holding on to stone and earth and they're just like instead of being upright they're just constantly at an, an angle here very very odd formation of stone shelves plateaus cracks um dirt sand um water there's a there's a few streams and rivers that you see crisscrossing through maybe distant very very um, mountain summits with snow a very odd eclectic place and the wind constantly buffeting you and it's weird because you're made of wind it almost feels like you are becoming it and it's very tempting to just be swept away and, and go will go with it and it's almost constantly um, coming from east to west um earth eventually you do have have to come down when you that others follow and you just try skimming the the tops of the earth here looking for a familiar sign mm -hmm. fortunately you have taken this pass sometimes and there is a familiar sign um that eventually you may find but you know it's difficult to find so you think you're in approximately the right area um, I am going. I'm going to have you make a perception check, though, Earth, and it has to be just you because because nobody else knows. Or you can, you, or you can land, turn into human, and try and find it with help from your allies. It's up up to you what you want to do at this this point in time. Um. Well, we'll stay in cloud form for now. I do need to double check. I forgot where we ended up with Tasha's cauldron. We just weren't adding anything from it. Um. For instance, barbarians got the added. Proficiencies, perception would be one that I would have. So it just matters for. Yeah, I was sort of going with just not not having Tasha's be a thing at all for us. Not at least until we have a new character, maybe or something like that happens. That and would make sense. Campaign, I'll be if we play a side side campaign or a pocket campaign, like I kind of want to do. I think then I'll I'll bring it in, just not for this group. For these. So characters. plus one to that, so it'd only be five. So I would not see anything. I'm guessing. Yeah, yep. Yeah. As you you've flown for for nearing the end, you don't really know, but but you would, how long? Yeah, it's been about seven hours now at this okay. point. But you you can still make a good amount of distance up up and down. But in about a half hour time, you have scoured this area, and you just it's hard to see. It's all, always hard to find. It anyways, I think as a cloud car from about your boots on the ground, you're just having a difficult time finding it. Never seen it from this angle. Exactly. So I would descend to the ground in the most familiar looking area I could find. Sure. And start the process of solidifying. Okay. Follow suit. All right. You all follow suit and you form from head down to feet. So there's this, this odd 45 second point where your head and lungs are and you can talk, but, you, but your, your body and legs and arms are still forming. 
So where are we? I thought that was your job, Irf. Mm-hmm. I'm talking with you. I'm talking with you. Um, I think we go that way for like, I don't know, half hour or so. Keep our eyes open. Sure. What are we keeping our eyes open for? Um, well, I guess it depends, Josh. Where we landed, would we be down like in the valley of the, of the cliffs or would we have landed kind of higher up, I guess? You, you landed before the, the um, pass starts. Cause the best thing, the, the best thing that you know is to follow, is to follow it from start to, to start to finish. So you would right now be looking for that um, obelisk. Okay. So we're gonna be walking for a while and we're gonna see some switchback paths that lead up and at the top of that, there should be a little uh, stone thingy with some words on it. Stone thingy with some words on it, noted. That'll be a good place to start, so. Perfect, so let's go walking. All right, and how much time do we have left on the wind walk spell, just out of curiosity? At this point, maybe just 20 minutes or so. Okay. Can we recloud and fly off again? Yes, we can. Well, it would take a minute, and then we'd have 19 minutes, but we could have 19 minutes of cloud. Yeah. That'd be better than having to walk if we find him, so. Yeah. So we know what to look for. Maybe if we just stay low as if we were walking. That way, we'll see. All right, All right let's do that then. Kind to cloud up. Recloud. Let me focus. <laughs> Stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Leo, a, a, um... Just a a reminder for what you told me, um, and yes. what, what I, I have in my notes is there's a stone ob the stone there's a stone obelisk that marks the start of the, the trail on ground, um on ground level before the switchback pass. At the top of the switchback pass, there's a there's a there's a stone tablet, I think. I, yes. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I didn't know if you, we and I were talking about the same thing. So yes, there yep. is an obelisk on the ground before the switchbacks. But if we happen to see the switchbacks and where they lead, there is a stone tablet on top of that cliff as well, if that makes sense. All right, noted. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God you clarified before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, in, in that case, I'll have everybody make individual perception checks to see if you can find the stone obelisk that would mark the entrance. Um, the DC is gonna, gonna be a bit higher for, for three of us, or if it's a bit lower for you since you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Ah, much better that time. <laughs> Excellent. Not great. That's what my. That ain't a thing. <laughs> well, that's 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 fine because Earth, you found it. Darbellus is like, how do I use roll twenty? And you other two are are flying, and it's hard because Earth mentioned switchback. <laughs> you guys, you know, Earth mentioned switchback paths, and it looks like there could be many paths. In, in there and the, clo- the further you fly in again the stronger that wind becomes pushing a- a- against you and the dust is sort of kicked up it's just it's hard to tell from this distance what exactly this obelisk would look like it all just looks like stones to you and what maybe be a switchback paths or maybe aren't and which path is the right one and which one is the wrong one and or or, or in order to discuss what you think you might see you have you have to have to, to, to reform and say i think i saw it over there and you're like no no that's not it 
for sure. So you guys take advantage of your wind walk for the next 20 minutes or so here. And finally, at around the last minute or so, Mark Earth, you see, you see it plain, plain as day to you. And you land essentially right in front of it as you guys all form. And you see that, that there is an old stone obelisk here. And you're right now, it's hard to describe, but imagine you looking at like, kind of like you're entering the foothills of a mountain range here, just like the ones, the ones where Dornberg was. But they're not very high, but they go up and come down. They go up and come down. But as you look just beyond these, these foothills, there's an almost an enormous shelf of, of earth, of stone. Mm-hmm. Just an enormous thing. And from where you are right now, you can sort and like Earth, you can point point out to them if you want, but you can kind of see what might be a zigzagging path going up there, but it's so hard to see from a distance. This obelisk here is just a big well, obelisk of, of stone. There are there is writing on it. Um, the wind has worn this this down. The writing was clearly much deeper chiseled at, at, at some point in time. It looks like like the words on this have been added, not the same time. You can tell based on the depth of the um, car carving how much the, the how much the wind has scraped off o- over time. Mm-hmm. Um, it is there in common. It's there in Elvish. It's there in Dorvish. Um, and perhaps even some, some, some other languages as well. But it says, only the faithful shall walk the pilgrim's pass. Hmm. And right then is when your full bodies would manifest and take it away. Told you I'd find it. Never doubted you. Mm-hmm. Is it? What? So you did it. So now, which direction? Easy part's it, done. What does it mean? Only the faithful walk the pilgrim's path. I don't know. There's a lot of mumbo jumbo like that along this whole thing. Also, if that's true, how did you get in there? He believes that's in himself. Mumbo jumbo. <laughs> I don't like to repeat myself. We're wasting time. I'm gonna pull both their heads in. Mm-hmm. They're leaning Ooh. towards me, so like we can all trying to line. I'm trying to line up our eyeballs. Then we'll nope. See that? <sighs> and kind of trace it. Yeah. That's yep. Okay. Uh. <laughs> out. Uh, uh. <clears throat> we One have to walk you do that. all the way up that. Yep, and then we get started. Oh, right. Don't worry, you'll get to soak your feet after. Good. Good. Is there like a hot spring? (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be hot this time of year. Well, there's the source of water. That's at least good to know. Yeah. So away we go. Away we go. go. Bellos walks behind and all kind of looking and going. Like he's a little bit daunted by it too. And he's like, you know, if there are places that look real tough, um, let me know in, in advance. Maybe I'll just do myself a little fly to uh, get past. I'm not super great at climbing. 
Okay. Now, if you feel yourself start to fall, just um, let us know. Speaking of which, I do have the uh, feather fall ring. If anybody feels they have the need for that. Uh, would not hurt for at least one of us to have that. That requires attunement, correct? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, well, and Exoria, you can cast fly, correct? I and can. Darbellos can as well. I can fly if I absolutely have to. Um, so, I guess if you want that, uh, of course, you could probably handle the fall. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I know where to step. Plus, I got the belt, so if anything gets too slippery or tricky, I can always take a leap uh, of faith. Isn't that what being a pilgrim is all about? Perhaps so. Unless you want to wear that as safety, as the safety net, Darbellos. I'm fine. I don't, I, 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 don't don't, I don't want to t- take away from what you all have and need. Well, mm-hmm. things are going to change quite a bit as we move along, so if anybody uh, whistles a different tune, just let me know. That sounds good. If we whistle a different tune, we'll let you know. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget, we are in a war zone now, so... Right. Let us swivel and don't... Uh, well, the, sec- the second you think you're safe, you ain't safe. So let's just remember that. Right. Don't get complacent. Yeah. I'll try not to treat you like my soldiers, but <sighs> old habits. Right. Old okay. habits from just like two weeks ago. Been huh. there, done that. <laughs> kind of changed. We went over this. Who's this cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how hard it is to just to find wind sounds. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, let's have swords and cowboys in here. <laughs> Why? Well, Why would that ever be a thing? Can't your brother just play wind? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to go the entire time I have to. Mm-hmm. Try this one instead. Oh, found it. Mm-hmm. There we go. Let's see how all that works. Yeah, it's going to be win now, and then like five, five minutes, it's going to go, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> are there mules and donkeys on this pass? Donkey. Yeah. All right. All right. So you guys, uh, oh, um, <clears throat> you will, it's, uh, it's about a 10, 15 minute walk to where it looks like these switchback paths will start. And, and, and Earth, you, you know that. The first bit's fairly safe, but it does get treacherous as you come up and up and up, and there's uh, many places where treacherous um, land, as you said, the steps may be the, the greatest enemy you face here. Um, so if you guys want to change attunements to, to, to anything, consider this first hour of your journey a fairly safe time to do that. So think about mm-hmm. what you want attuned and let me know. Uh, out, of, out of curiosity oh. though, we've seen the ring work several times now. If somebody was falling who didn't have it attuned and the person who had it attuned like jumped down to try to catch them, could they do so? I mean, I suppose I would slow them down, but if they were able to like, you know, if Annie starts to fall and Norwin had it equipped and Norwin grabbed Annie and they both fell, would that help? Or would that just like, would it slow the, the fall at the all? Of this, this yeah. Thing, or would it? Yeah. Um, hmm. Just to know we know what our options. 
No, that's, that's a really good question. I would say because all creatures' rate of descent slows to 60 feet. I would say that you could use it that way. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. it, it's not very specific. So I'll say, I'll say this. Um, as long as it does not exceed your carrying ca capacity, mm -hmm. I would say, sure, which does make things a bit more complex than at that, that point in time. Mm -hmm. A lot of spells have things like, like, you know, you and up to your, you and things that you're carrying. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you go more than, um, like if you're super duper encumbered and stuff, then perhaps not. So. Okay. Yeah, I have to figure out what my carrying capacity is. Uh, I don't know that I'll stop my head. We always tie ourselves together, too. That's actually a good idea. Once we get to more treacherous territories, perhaps let's do that. that Makes sense. Yeah. Your, your maximum carrying capacity is your strength score multiplied by 15. Okay, noted. So... I can see. carry negative 15. I'm your strength score, not your ability. I know, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 195 pounds. Noted. And how much does Anna Xoria weigh? I weigh 80 pounds. Noted. And all of her stuff. That's yep. true. Yeah, so you got to think if your carrying capacity is something like 30 pounds, you got to be carrying at least close to that much stuff on your back and everything. So you'd be weighing around 110 pounds. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So in other words, you can catch Annie, but you ain't catching her. <laughs> nope. Probably not. Because I'm pretty sure I weigh more than you can't my weapons or anything. So. Yeah, you probably weigh just like a, you probably weigh more than Annie, Zori, and I combined. I think 220 is what I have now. I'm just pegging Norman based on my real life stats so he's probably like 160 ish 165 mm -hmm. yeah that belly full of jelly mm-hmm absolutely so but i do got this uh handy dandy rope here Wait, does my mass change when i use alter self like if i shorten myself does my mass change or am i like ant-man no, because my stats don't change. Your stats don't change, so you'd be the exact same stats in every way, shape, and form. Just just your height would change and your, your yeah. face. Yeah, so I'd still be like, you know, if I was a child, I'd still be like a 165-pound child, basically. Yep. Okay, noted. Just wanted to clarify. That's kind of amusing. So, nifty thing about this rope that we bought is mm -hmm. we can tie it around us, and then we can command it to tie itself to something. If oh, we nice. start to slip or whatnot, and we need to like tie off or anything like that. So, does it have to have something to tie it off to? What's that? I mean, does, it probably needs something to tie off to, though. Yeah, it can, but it's magic. It can crawl around and try to find something. Yeah, perhaps so. So. Okay. Well, we'll keep that um, very handy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. Since you only really have one one attunement choice to, to swap out. Belt. Belt? Okay. Mm -hmm. Annie, what do you have attuned? I have my uh, paraffin wound closure, my lyre bow, and my stone. 
did you last time in the last session you had swapped out the um raven queen's um necklace for the pair are you switching back yep i'm switching back okay mm -hmm. so you said the wire bow and stone besides that mm -hmm. norman i think i'm going with stone the staff and the glasses okay so that i can see far and then if it gets dark i can see Sounds good. So that the ring of Fepetherfall will stay safe. Um, mm -hmm. And who's holding on to that? Just actually, I guess it, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's a two minute anyway. It's not like you can just slip it on. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm falling. Catch. <laughs> this is going to be an hour long fall. It's going to be really calm. Mm -hmm. um, okay, then. As you guys truck along through here chit-chatting, you hit the switchbacks here. And the wind is fairly strong. Um, you have a feeling that you could have made it here in the um, shadow of this huge wall thing, pretty much this huge Imagine Earth just went like this at one point in time. And now mm -hmm. it's kind of flat right here. Um, you guys are climbing up this here. Um, mm -hmm. Windwalk probably could have have helped if you had found it that first time, um, but you didn't. So that, that's fine. You just have to make this trek on foot. Mm -hmm. As you guys begin climbing up and up and up and up and up and up. And sometimes it's a narrow little, just this, this, this. Other times it's all the way over here and all the way over here. Sometimes it's steeper. Sometimes it's almost flat. Um, it's, an, it's an odd combination of natural and, and clearly man-made uh, formations here help you guys go up mm -hmm. well, I'm interested to hear and then Earth's east is gross and I'm going to jump and skip a couple steps in the switchback okay. what do you guys think the path is going to be like what the path is going to be like yeah uh, a lot of this very steep and very precarious Lots of canyons, I suppose, where you could attack from above or bottleneck. Maybe just hard to tell what will be a small little area and what's going to balloon out into somewhere where you can have an encampment. You're both a little right. That's nice. <laughs> I guess we'll find out when we get there. Is there something we should know? I mean, there's a few special steps along the way, but it'll be easier to show so them. Uh, tell. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, when yeah. you see one of these ben, special steps. Close to... Sorry, hold on here. Seven years since I've been out here? Things change. That's true. Things change quite a lot. Especially with this wind, I bet it changes it quite a bit on its own. But I was just curious, so up up before we lose daylight, because now it'd be like what three o'clock. So uh, assuming that you you guys took off around eight, around uh, you know seven a.m. maybe maybe even six because you guys went went to bed plenty early after Norman's existential crisis the night prior. Um, 
Um, mm-hmm. but, but let's say that you made good time. So you, you took off around six. Okay. You know, that's the mm-hmm. you know, sun's coming up. So right now, it, you know, when walk just ended, you've been walking for maybe a, uh, an hour at this point in time. So it's been nine hours. So we'll say it's about 3 p.m. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more, mm-hmm. lot, lot more time to go. So, I'm, I'm good with a ring and ding ding to the next thing of the switchbacks unless someone else wants to talk about something. Yep, that's, that's fine. As long as it's not something we have to work about. Well, no, I don't think so. All right, take your word for it. Like I said, show, not tell. It's easier. Great, as long as I'm not the guinea pig for the show. <laughs> Just don't change into one and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just a guinea pig falling down the side of a mountain. <laughs> Is it far? <laughs> it's fine, I'm a golden god. <laughs> Alrighty then. <clears throat> Only about 300 feet up these switchback paths here and you're hugging it so the, the wind seems actually less strong now than than it was the the 15 20 minute walk up there you're really hugging this area the path is about you know between six and three feet wide at any mm-hmm. point so it can get uncomfortable you have to have your back to it but you never feel extremely in um danger despite the winds that again the winds being at your back and you being a back fence you actually have a um, respite here from the wind. So you can still hear them whipping and whistling through these cracks that you wish you could almost sneak through, but you wouldn't want to come out like that um, horror manga where people go into cracks in the canyon wall. Very cool. Very, like, very cool. Read. I'll, I'll send you all the link. Great. Mm-hmm. Crazy it's shit a good one. you should fucking read at night when you're alone because it fucking freaks me out, man. And Anyways. they come out all stretched. Ah! Spoiler alert, woman! <laughs> I literally just said I was gonna send them the link and they should re- you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Wow. Love you. Leo, you see why I, you see why I, I married her. I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil anything, but here's the ending. The last literally the last page. <laughs> You need to do it. That's what the true frustration is. We always have swords. We all know that. <laughs> you were going to say it's a lake, but it was also going to say they come out stretched. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, so, but, <laughs> but about 300 feet up, you come to what can only, be, only be described as a gap in this pass. And at first you're like, holy shit, you can see the other side of boat you're not sure, you know, you guys aren't having carrying measuring tape, but you'd estimate between 40-ish and 60 feet across. Um, but you do see that there is about a 8 to 12 inch shelf along the, the wall that you can climb. In other words, the path, something happened to the path and it, and it crumbled and you can, there's just about this much left. In other words, you need to shimmy. As everybody is shimmying, um, anybody who chooses to shimmy, I might be a dice roll involved, unless you have uh-huh. other clever ways of getting across this first hurdle. Again, you're about 300 feet. As you look down, you're about 300 feet. 
up you now said at this point. Forty to sixty. Yeah, it's it's hard to hard to tell because it's mostly flat here. I mean, it's actually upwards too. Um, mm. So you're not entirely sure, but you would be fairly confident somewhere between for forty and sixty feet. Anybody want to ride? Uh, why don't you do that? And maybe we tie ourselves together in this instance. Or do we think that would be more precarious than it's worth? Wait. Or maybe we do one at a time. Could do that. Yeah. I'll go with you. Yeah, why don't you two go across? He says, grossed and and jump. And I can go 60 feet without trying. So that's right. Yep. I hope that works. <laughs> oh, it's not 60 feet. I'll toss her. <laughs> it's, it's close. As you grab her. Okay, let's go. And you have your, your pack on. You feel her extra 25 pound cube in, in her pack. And you throw over your shoulder. She's just like, ah! and you just go doo, 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 hit the very edge. And doo, the green lines kind of spread from you into the ground. Almost like the ground just repels you. And you doo, are flying. And you reach the crest, and again, it's that's what's scary. It's not straight. It's not like a gap like this. It's a gap like this. Mm-hmm. So as you jump, you hit that crest, and you have this moment where you both go, "Uh oh, mm-hmm. you're just maybe going to make it." You get estimate. It's probably right at that 60, 65 foot mark. So <laughs> I, I'm going to have you make an athletics check, Earth. Okay. <laughs> and that's how. We lost our friends. Ooh, 12. Okay. You jump. And you go, oh, shit. And you hit. And you start scrambling down. And you fall about 10 feet before your fingernails dig in and your finger the 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 toe of your elven boot finds a a, a crevice you almost made it but not quite and you did slide down a bit here um we'll just call it 15 feet so that's just going to be 26 potentially falling so you take two points of bludgeoning damage i feel like that would hurt (laughs) yeah exactly um I can't edit my health right now, so. Oh yeah, we uh, just d- d- go 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 back to, to doing it on paper yeah. and pencil here because I, I'm not gonna have maps for every single thing by any means. Mm-hmm. Got it. Andy, you are clinging on Earth's back as he's kind of and you. Oh. Climb, climb, climb. Mm-hmm. Are you climbing Earth? Or are you are you telling her to climb? Both. But okay. like, I'm guessing she's not. I'm moving faster than she is. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> and I will clinging to him. Go, yeah, mountain donkey, and give you bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, um, I will have you make another athletics check to see if you you can successfully climb up this without because you did no handholds here. You just happen to find a spot. So make one more mm-hmm. athletics check. No one is prepared to, like, jump off the cliff and chase after them if need be. Just so you're aware. <laughs> mm-hmm. so don't roll an- another two. Okay. There you go. That's that's some more earth roll. <laughs> I was like, 
the numbers shouldn't be that hard. It's the first goddamn <laughs> obstacle. <laughs> All right. So yeah. you go, that was almost embarrassing. And you just, no, 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 no. and you come up. No, no problem. Grab the top and you just lift yourself up and crawl up a bit. And Annie, you're still clinging onto his back. On his, it's kind of funny because his pack is, is pretty large with all the stuff that you guys carry. So you're like around his his neck, but also humped over his pack. Your, your feet are kind of like dang, dangling there. It's going to feel worthless in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. All right. You successfully make it across. All right. This ass is tired. Flop her off me. Uh, how long is the rope that we have, the, the climbing rope? 60 feet. Okay, 60 feet. That probably won't do us much good right now. Nope. It's a little over 60 feet. <sighs> All right. Noted. Um, Norwin is going to cast Guidance on himself. Okay. And then we'll uh, do the shimmy, essentially. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Dark Bellows, before you go, he, he says, is this a time that we should, should fly? Or is that a little bit too, too, too soon? Maybe I it's think... a bit too soon. It might be a bit too soon. I think if it depends, would you rather fall 300 feet or, you know, a thousand? Ah, neither. <laughs> neither, of course, but. Also, Josh, remind me, how many days does it take to get through the pass roughly? Um, it will take you guys probably around four to five days. You're not really sure where they're camp, camp, camped out. To get to where the, um, to where your, your old base was, was about four um, days, good, good march using the shortcuts that that you know that are part of the Pogba's Pass. Otherwise, it would take much longer than than that. So I would say four to five five days to get there. But to get to where the actual orcs are, uh, um, I'm sorry, four days to to get to where your place is to get to where the actual orcs might be. That might be an additional two or three days. You're not entirely sure. At, at a certain point, you'll, you'll 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 reach areas that you've only been to a few times, like where the orc headquarters are if you will that sort of stuff gotcha and it's just, not start to finish furthest i've ever been like the other side of it that's like a week yeah about a week okay. about a week yeah yep so it's gonna be a lot of walking and a lot of this for about a week darbello so use your resources, resources. Well, i ain't your nanny but it's up to you mm-hmm. oh, so if you're not feeling confident in your skills, I would recommend maybe putting on that ring. As as you said, you know, without you, it's a kind of a moot point anyway. Nobody else is going is is going to use it. I'll be happy to. I think for now, why don't you? Come and get it. Don't throw it. All right. He 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 says I'll go. I'll go next this way um you know if anything happens you can save you can save me after all that's partially your job too yep he says with Mr. A, sort of a in which case i'll cast guidance on him then <laughs> okay and you're like wait wait a minute is this just a glorified uh escort quest i hate those in games They're only- yep. <laughs> yeah he walks into the wall and then falls <laughs> yep all right let's see what darby gets <laughs> Same okay. as Urfa without any of the advantages that, that Urfa has. Plus a 1d4. Ah, very true. That's or cool. I guess, it, I don't know if this is a saving throw or a check. 
Oh, it's, it's a check. Do they okay. get it for, for checks? He gets it for checks, yeah. Otherwise, I would have had to cast resistance, I suppose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, no. This isn't that tough, but with two is being rolled. <laughs> yeah, there's not much you can do. he begins to shimmy, he gets about a third the way, and mm -hmm. his furry foot just slips, and he goes, oh, oh, God. Oh, oh God, oh, God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and he just begins to fall. He just scrap scrabbles and okay. falls. Okay, Norwin will... He says, I'm fine! And he stops right. in midair. And That's then it flies the, up. This is the motherfucker that chased us when we were flying on a giant bird, so... Yes, but uh, my resources might come back a little faster. Yeah, but you're more vital than he is. True. He flew, flew, flies up and was like, I was just making sure this would work. And he just kind <laughs> sure, of... Sure. He kind of hovers there and says, well, come on, come on, I'll help you if anything happens. At least it'll slow the fall. <laughs> All right, then I'll cast guidance on myself and make the... Make the trek. Go ahead. Make yourself, uh, like, can you believe these guys? Uh, what type of check is it? Athletics? Nope. For you, it's an acrobatics it's check. Acrobatics? If, if you're shimmying, it's acrobatics. Okay. Acrobatics. So plus or, oh, three plus one D four. We'll see if this works. I don't think it does. Oh, it does. What the fuck? I tried the four four. All right. 20. There we go. Mm -hmm. you, and you see Darbellus is doing that like um father while his son is, <laughs> is on the um the, the um gymnastic um bar kind of like yeah. oh, don't worry don't worry i'm here i'm <laughs> useful i just blew a third level spell but now i'm good for a while and you just yeah. go this actually isn't that hard as you pretty effortlessly shimmy the 60 or so feet even at half even moving at half speed so four rounds takes less than 30 seconds for you to get Cat all like the way them. across yep Darbellos just goes, well, I have an hour left on this. He just, he'll just kind of float behind you all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least we'll know you'll be safe for about an hour. While you're doing that, attune this. <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> yes. Sorry, what? Anyway, something? Okay. All right. You guys continue up. Another 400 or so feet. Up and up and up and up and up. You come across a second obstacle here. And it's mm -hmm. not been an hour yet. Um, so Darbellos just just says, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look. And he zips around. Because what you see is there is a crack in this plateau or this this wall here, essentially, that you're, that you're climbing. And it's a pretty wide crack. And you see that you have to, again, sort of shimmy. And Earth, you remember this. This is not something new that happened. You remember this spot. You have to shimmy across and go into the crack and then begin to go up the other switchbacks through the through the, the crack. That makes any sense. Inside the crack. There. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Darth com comes back and says, it's about a hundred foot along this, and you guys can see that there is a pair of thick chains that are suspended from pythons that have, have been nailed in along this section. Two chains, one for your feet that they can use to sort of help get across, and one for your hands. So there are essentially handholds and footholds as you'll be hugging this, moving your way across until you slip around the side and then can begin the, the, the switchbacks. Uh, all right. Norman's gonna like flip up the glasses 
and just really take a good look at all of the sec like section points of each python to see if any of them seem like they're coming loose. Make an investigation check. Okay, investigation check. Investigation plus four. All right. Well, 20 is not, not our friends tonight. Well, <laughs> it's not. It's not tough tonight. It yeah. looks pretty sturdy. Looks fine to me. I mean, it's survived this long. Yeah, definitely. Well, well we can happen. tie ourselves up to each other now. This is a slippery part. It's true. We'd all have to go at the same time then. I think I'll pass, and I'm going to cast fly on myself. Okay. Okay. You guys fucking suck. All right. Bellis is kind of floating there. His toe is pointed, pointed down, and he goes, well, I will race you to the other side. He <laughs> goes around the corner. All right, any uh, slower descent if we fall? <laughs> I will do my best. Thank you. If I assume you got this, and I'll cast guidance on myself. <laughs> Yay, cantrips. <laughs> and off we go. All right, who will go first of the two of you? Oh, I will. Okay. Mm -hmm. Earth, this would be an athletics check because this is less um, balanced now. This is more climbing. 23. 23. No, no problem. You've done, you've done this before. You actually, as you're climbing, you have almost flashes of memory from when you've done this in the past. The same big, these chain links are big to the point where you're putting your hands th through them to grab them and the pythons are large things these have been been in here for a long time far far before you ever ever joined you know the the legion of the dead did not by any means make that in myself. <sighs> <laughs> makes the trek a lot easier than the first time i went up here bare stone uh-huh i'm sure uh did you guys tie to each other or no <laughs> no, I think not because oh, it's so long. Yeah, I guess Norman Norman said not to. So okay, mm -hmm. all right. Then Earth, as you come around the other side, um, with Hanny and Darbellos floating, waiting to, to to catch and and aid anybody if they do fall. Now that you're in this crack, this cleft, immediately that wind is just howling, <sighs> like whistling through your ears, tossing your hair. You, you see Annie's much longer hair just flapping crazily in front of her. But you know that this area isn't that bad. You have to go up a bit, but then you get back to the other side for the last bit. You, you shout out to everybody as you, you, as you can see. Rowan, it's up to you. All right, I will do the same thing with guidance, like I said. Um, all right. Good. 20. Very mm -hmm. nice. You go, okay. Yep. And you come through and you're just watch your uh, discerning eyes watch exactly where Earth put his hands. Well, that's the safe way to go. So as best, best you can, you put your hands exactly where his were. And about right when you get around the corner, one of the pythons there and you go shit shit and you move and you step and it pff, comes down and you drop for a second one one foot what one hand dropping and annie and dar 
uh, Darby are there doing doing this whole thing. We got you, we got you, got you. Like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. You just reach back up and you continue on your way. Whew. Well, that took a year off my life. Uh, hey, Anaxoria, since you're able to fly, would you take this little hammer from the uh, climber's kit and kind of nail that to your best of your ability back in? Of course. Just in case I we have to come back this way. For any reason. Nail it back in. Right. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. Nail it back in, you guys. <laughs> shake weight, shake weight. I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Fortunately, there's already a hole, so really you're just nailing it back into, into its hole. Mm-hmm. Into a little bit further. So you, even though you're not super strong, no checks needed, you just get it in there. And then ah, just start attacking it with all your mm-hmm. eight strength might. Mm-hmm. But after a good ten or so hits, you feel just pulled you out. Try, like, what? You, you try and pull it out, and you can't. So you're fairly confident that this this was a good a good decision. Do they have a far ways yet to keep going? Up this crack here, which now um, you you all the wind has become near deafening here. Mm-hmm. However, in within this crack, it's only about maybe a hundred feet up, and then you can see that it then crosses back over to, to the side where you initially were going. I would say if there are more pegs, instead of just checking to see if any of them are loose, I would be hammering in front of Earth to make sure everything is in there tight before they start doing it. Makes sense. There mm-hmm. are some bridges here made of chain. Or, um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, ladders here made of chain. It seems like it's less switchback carved and more just get up as high as you can so that you can get over to the other side. So mm-hmm. as you're flying ahead and making sure these things are all nailed in, no more challenges are met as um, the other two of you climb up this way, go across the paths, climb up, and eventually follow the switchback around to the other side where immediately the wind dies uh, dies down again and you are mm-hmm. left with back to how you were <sighs> smart thinking yeah. oh, well, at least idea. we're here the tough part is over right Earth? sure mm-hmm. <laughs> confidence the tough part confidence. of the first part is over great we just had a little ways up, and the fun part starts. Can't wait. There's more. For these aforementioned special parts. Well, that's like, that's the whole thing with the with the pass. It's like, so as you've seen from the little bit we've been in the steps, it's almost like uh, crazy different regions in between all these different mountains and canyons and things, right? Mm-hmm. The whole point of the pass is to skip through those as quickly as possible. So sometimes that happens in different and unique ways. So hmm. it's always it's always a little different. Sure. Uh, noted, I guess. So keep your head out, your eyes up for anything. Yeah. Okay. How much further to the top? I uh, don't. Oh, about another. All right, let's see. You're about you're 700 feet up now, so it's about another 700 feet. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Bellos is scouting. Reported to where just flying because he's faster and doesn't have to worry about his feet so much at this moment in time. And he'll skip up a bit, um, but doesn't want to go too far because you've scared him enough with, you don't know what creatures are out here and orcs. He's like, I don't want to get ganked by an orc but by myself or anything. So he's going to not go back, but he's skipping. So, you know, switchbacks like this, he's just going to fly straight up and, and perk himself. The fly, I thought it was an hour. It's actually only 10 minutes. So oh. um, shortly after this encounter here, it, it'd be, be over for him. But mm-hmm. Annie, you still have a, a solid... Um, Actually, by the time they get up and come and, and come around, it, it would, would be ending for you as well. Unless you okay. wanted to do something like skip a, a bunch can, of sections. Yeah, we can meet you guys up there if you want. Mm-hmm. I'll stick with you two just in case. Fair enough. Don't split the party in case you'd be split yourself. It's quite the view up top. I'll but see it when we get there. Makes sense, makes sense. Mm-hmm. As you guys trek along, about 500 more feet up. So you're over a thousand feet at this point in time. And when you look down, it's got, you get that nauseating sort of, oh my, even though it's not necessarily a straight shelf by any means, you know, it's not like you're looking straight down like at at the Empire State Building, but you can see the ground by looking this way. Oh yeah, that's still the ground very, very far away. Mm -hmm. And this height and with like the dust and stuff that's tossed up from, from, from the wind down there it's very hard to even see where the obelisk from your angle you can't see the obelisk you can't even see the path that you originally had come when you were on the, the ground level it seems like the world is just this stone shelf behind you but i will say even just being here looking outward it's quite a phenomenal view for a normal person you fuckers just flew a bajillion miles in the air for the last eight hours so at this point in time something like this is <laughs> only like, that far down <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I would mm-hmm. talk about the majesty of it, but honestly, you guys just flew like 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 hawks for a while. So I, I think it's not quite as awe-inspiring to you as it would be for others. But Earth it definitely brings back memories of doing this yourself. Like I said, I've always imagined it being like almost like a Feywild landscape without all the Fey extra. Because like it is like weird mountains and shelves and stuff like that where... Yeah, the the strange thing here, and Irv, you know, you got that they don't they haven't seen anything yet because that's the weird thing. It starts with you going up the switchback path. It starts so if you look east eastward toward the sovereign steps, it's just a big stone fucking wall. If you if you go back, you look this way, it's just land. So they don't have any context for what it yeah. really looks like until you get to the top and you look out over into everything. So this this isn't like a split in the mountain as we go up. It's just like a crack in it yes was... correct okay. correct yeah. that's why you couldn't go around and then get down it was just a crack that you had to come up it was e- easier okay yep. <laughs> so as as you guys up up, up at 1200 feet this is something new earth that, that you haven't seen um before but you've seen the like many, many times it well, seems mm-hmm, it seems like an avalanche has to take in place here at some point in time large boulders fallen to break shatter and mostly just obscure the path so right now you guys are taking your switch switchbacks and you reaching up and go oh boy here we go and you just see you know you're on a, about a three foot wide um walk walkway here which is a sheer expanse here and a stone wall here and you just see rubble large 
bolt, large boulders, small boulders in sort of a, you want to go straight, but there's just a shelf of rock sliding, rocks and whatever else. Not active though, they're completely still. It doesn't look, look like it just happened recently. It looks like it happened a while ago and just buried this section. You have the option, absolutely, to climb over it. That is, mm -hmm. that's the basic option here. But ingenuity is the, the name of the game. This is, this is what you see. Well, what do you do? How far across is this blocking the path? Unfortunately, you have no context. Oh, it's like, it's completely blocking it. vision? Right, it's completely blocking vision right now. So you guys okay. want to walk straight and it's like, and right now it's just like this. So okay, sure. Here and it's like this. Okay, noted. It's not like we're you know, in, a, in a space where we can see past it. Okay, correct. Mm -hmm. huh. Do you think you could maybe have Sticky or Icky take the rope to the other side if it's long enough and find a place to anchor it on? Definitely can try. And I will pop stick Strychnine back into our plane. And is there any way you can try to bring this rope over and find if there's a place to connect it where we could still climb over it? Over? You want it over? Around? Well, around is my thought. Yeah. Around, yeah. Over it, my thought is it'll anchor we can hold on to the rope and we're gonna have to kind of swing down and then climb up where it's clear on the other side that would make sense but you want it anchored above you though so you can kind of swing around like that or do you want to anchor it on the <laughs> other side on the same plane yeah if we're walking on this path and then there's an avalanche in the way of it right mm -hmm. for him to just fly around and find a place to even on the path or somewhere good to anchor it on the other side of the rubble so then we can kind of like I think it's called belay, belay down, where you can, yeah. the first drop would be bad, but then you, you know, have to pull yourself back up and. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's, uh, let's attach it to one side of the roof and then the other side. Level, <laughs> 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 oh, attach it, swing down, climb up. Got skyscrapers? Past this little rubble. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. If it's that small, Icky's got to fly out there or stick, yeah, Icky. Who'd you send? Strychnine. Strychnine, yeah. Strychnine. One that has this, claws. <laughs> this thick, th thick baited rope. Um, Icky, Icky pops his head up from your shirt, just looking his feathers. Have you ever seen a bird squint? It's adorable. Just as the wind flies, then just burrows down under again. Strychnine's mm -hmm. like, and flies. And you see, the moment he gets off the side here, the wind kind of picks up and just almost takes him. He's so, so light tumbling the rope actually helps stabilize and he beats his little wings as hard as he can to get over to the other side um annie go ahead and make a um investigation check for strychnine to see if he can this is it's not perception perception would be does he see an outcropping but investigation is does he see it but does he know it's strong enough to carry your weight he's not a super smart creature he's going to anchor it somewhere it has to be to a a good, strong, you know, jutting out rock sort of thing. Just to be clear, he doesn't have to do jack shit. He just has to take the rope over. Yeah, but he just has to see it. So that, that, that that's okay. why it's an investigation check. Yeah. I just want to make sure you weren't going to be like, and tie knots and yada, yada, yada. No, no, no. He's not tie knot. He's just trying to go and put it on something. That's a six. Ooh, okay. boy. He flies back after about a minute 
um, and you just, or as you're holding onto the rope, you kind of feel it being tugged in a certain way. <laughs> then you like kind of just stand there holding it, and you feel it being tugged. You're like, okay, you kind of lay your hand, then it gets tugged more. Like, Strick and I want it to be a longer rope, and you're just like, it's not. You kind of, you kind of, you kind of get a little jerk, and you, kind of, you feel a splat on it, and then he flies back, wings sort of going as hard as he could, the, the loop hanging down as he flies back and, and lands on the rock and just throws a rope down. Smooth. Can't, can't, can't see much. Smooth. Nowhere to anchor. All right. Well, then our next bet is to anchor it somewhere over here, tie it around ourselves, and see if we can climb over. That's a good idea. So at least we have a safety net on the way. Yep. So I think that's smart. Can we get out that... Do we have anything in the climbing get, kit where we can... We could, you could yes, you ropes could anchor yourself a with Python? the climbing kit. That would, that would work just just fine. All right, who would like to go first? All right, well, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. <laughs> I'll like. throw my waist, and I will climb over the rubble and see what I can see. Okay, yeah, it's it's nice because once you get this big, you know, or if you use the hammer, you just nail in this thing you just hold hold the rope and you begin to you know tie like you've done a hundred times you went wait minute, i paid a lot of gold for this rope and you go tie and it <laughs> ties itself really tight and not i'm also going to tell it to not now it's not only 50 tight. feet instead of 60 but advantage on climbing checks made with it mm -hmm. hmm. nice. there's, little, there's little knots every foot yep. nice. something to hold on to. exactly so you are climbing up the rubble. Yes. Fortunately, climbing the rubble isn't so much challenge. Um, it's not like you're climbing up a wall where a normal challenge would be. This is more just, it's not hard to find your way across there. Many handholds, just both boulders of different sizes and whatever else. However, I do need you, as you reach to the very top, you Crest, you see, it's not a lot. It's maybe a forty-foot section of of the um of the ground. There has been has been covered by this. However, your fifty-foot rope has to go up and over, so it's not quite going to, to make it all the way to the other side. Close, but not quite all the way to the other side. But as you come up and you you get a lay of the of the land here, your foot. You kind of on all fours now, your foot and your hand grabbing, and some stones just begin to fall from your weight up there shifting. I need, I need you to make your choice, either an acrobatics or an athletics check. It's pretty dexterous. <laughs> you see those rocks, rocks begin to, to tumble, and you guys on the ground just see them, and you go, no. Oh, shit. And it's, it's, it's fine. You're per perfectly balanced and nothing to worry about. So you can easily get, get down the, the rest of the way, even with, without the rope. The rope wouldn't help you. Is it not going to help you at all get across? It's only going to help you if you fall. No, it, then yeah, you, it yep, exactly, exactly. So as I get close, I'll just say untie, and the rope will untie itself from my waist, and I will just continue to go and hop down. Very good. And I'll just yell back, it's about a 40-foot climb. Step lightly. Elf okay. toes. Elf toes. Pull the rope on back. Maybe undo the knot so it stays longer. If you want, it just means when you fall, you got to climb back up by yourself. Yeah, well, that's fine. At least we'll be tied. 
and we'll have more opportunity to maybe get closer to this it with uh you know less chance of my ass is already over here you do what you want to do yeah would you like to go next or should i i might as well go so i have one of you on each side just in case makes sense and i so. will tie it to myself okay you point at it tie and it wraps around your waist and cinches <gasps> corset style Mm. you're very familiar with and you make your way across so go ahead and make an acrobatics or athletics check oh i normally cast guidance on annie before she went just as a heads up thank you and is that a d4 mm-hmm. not major but something ah uh, that did not work ah it's just the n- number one <laughs> yeah oh yeah just- you gotta just back your d up I see a problem. Oh, yeah. Rolling <laughs> one. Rolling one. E20. 20 plus five plus one before. <laughs> Back your dia. Oof. Oof to doofta. It really did roll a one. <laughs> yeah. Should have just taken your first one. All right. And you're climbing up. You get to, to the top, and you're, and you're like, this this wasn't that bad. And that same area where Earth was, and it looked stable your little furry foot hits a spot and kicks and you fall and you hit your chin a little bit ow and then the rocks all begin to slide then you're oh shit 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 as pretty much like that it all just tumbles and since you're on the top layer there you're sliding down with it but you're tied around around the waist to a python over there right mm-hmm all right. So as you come, you swing, ah, you grab the rope, and you just let the rocks fall. Unfortunately, some of them above, too, now hitting you as you swing and then swing back one more rock hitting you. So unfortunately, you take <laughs> 13 points of bludgeoning damage as you get rocked by these things, <laughs> pelting you. Just understand, she's anchored over here. So she like fell right away? Yeah, pretty, pretty much it was just a shelf of stuff that, that fell because you're right, once she got to a certain point and the slack be, be, became taut, she would swing this way, which she did. Mm-hmm. did do that but it was just everything just hitting her yeah hit. right as she was falling it hit. yeah she's not hanging directly underneath it but i mean that would have been much worse it was just the initial yeah. and then she kind of swings she kind of swung back at it one more rock ow and then she's coming to a halt <laughs> as you're grabbing yeah. on bruise a little bit of blood trickling through your reddish hair as you're mm-hmm. swaying there now i do need, need you to make an athletics climb up but as earth mentioned I will. no it's not at advantage because they're not not a, not not a no one would help her like pull the rope up though. Ah, okay. So so go, go ahead and have it at advantage anyways. Athletics mm-hmm. check though at advantage. No, not So that will be seventeen. Seventeen. Very nice. Where was that on your uh, acrobatics? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a master climber. <laughs> you get up there, no problem <laughs> at all. Um. Good news is there's less rocks That's now level. and you can actually if you kind of stick your head over you can see the other side just barely you can see earth kind of going um however it does mean the rocks are even less 
it's less stable now than they were before. Annie, just blast this shit out of the way. I will hit the rocks with Eldritch Blast. <laughs> <laughs> it will do nothing because Eldritch Blast has to affect a creature. Tech oh, that's right. We're a little bit loosey goosey with it for, for, for flavor, for flavor mm-hmm. reasons, but yeah. not for something like this that's actually mechanical. I know it's okay. strange, but technically you can't. It's not with the can't... fourth damage, too, that that would be like. I know. Yeah. I know. A lot oh, yeah. of spells Weirdest specifically thing. say a creature, which is. Just what it says. That it's weird. Mm-hmm. I will not it instead, considering okay. there's blessed now, and try again. Makes sense. Okay. Go ahead and make your acrobatics check. I also cast guidance on her again. Every time, like, you got right, this, yeah. buddy. <laughs> 20. Nice. At a girl. Now that you know what, what to expect, as you're climbing, you still have to climb a bit, and you, you can feel the, like I said, they're slippery now, so you can feel them, shift, them shifting beneath, beneath your feet. You just go. You realize that slowness and slowness I might not win this race. You just go, and you scurry across almost a little bit animalistic at the end there, and you jump down. Totally fine. All right. Oh, shit. Yellow blood right there. Oh, Bryce, not rubbing your Marlin. sword on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Dobby, you up? Sure. Uh, tie. Ah. Oh, this is convenient. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Guidance. Um, Got it. It's game trip. Steven, go, go, go ahead and make, make a check. It's just going to be a plus two, plus your 1d4 for Arbellus. Okay, Arbellos. I will do it. How many days have you been since mm. the Coliseum? Uh, since the Coliseum? Um, oh, that I, I can actually answer that. Um, <laughs> since the Coliseum, because the Coliseum was two days before the assassination attempt, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's been six days since then. I, I, I'm asking, asking how many how many nights you've rested since then. How many days have passed since then? Okay, I see. How many days have passed? One, two, three, four, five. You are in the sixth day right now. Okay. Um, Twelve. Twelve yeah. is actually all you needed to get get over this. Or Darby, get over this. Yeah, he's not not super heavy. Oh wait, no, because it was it was. Triggered once, so the beast mm-hmm. is actually fifteen now, unfortunately. So as he's coming across, <laughs> ah, same thing happens to him. The damage, though, even though the DC is higher, the damage is less because there's less. less rocks to pelt him in the face. <laughs> and still, You're nine welcome. points of the damage. I'll mark down for that. Mm-hmm. He will take the climb back up again. Thirteen, sixteen. No, yeah. no problem on, on that front. He gets his way back up. And he'll try again. All right, I'll do the same thing. Uh, two plus. At, at, at a certain point, if it goes three times, you're just going to completely have, have cleared out all the rock. And then. That's but, my idea. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're just throwing Darbellus at it until all the rocks are gone. Come on, Darby. Come on, Darby. All right, so he goes and he does the same thing, same thing that Andy did. Okay, I triggered it once, but not twice. He goes, scurries, and, and jumps down on ties, swings over to you, Norman. You're the last one across. Air, All right, well. Air elemental. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Earth elemental. Glide right through it. Oh, you fucking prick. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> now, okay, so I will um, tie myself off with the knotted rope as well, since I won't have anybody to help me. Uh, and then I will do it. It is an athletics check, you said? Or, or acrobatics? Or acrobatics, whatever okay. you want. It's a matter of if you're being strong or motor, if you're being careful and all that. All right, not bad. Her Don't perfectly fine. Untie yourself! <laughs> now, when I'm halfway across, yeah, <laughs> yeah. do it! <laughs> That'd be fine! This isn't even hard! <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. For, like for, for you. The Norman just goes, whoop! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Norman, steps for, over for it at you, this point. <laughs> for you, you're you're an expert now. You're an expert survivalist. You you get, get, get your way across, no problems at all, and you, you just shake the rope, and you say untie off there, and you, and you shake it a little bit, and you say untie, and it unravels. You did lose one of your um, pythons, but I'm guessing the pack had like 10 or so. And so if we get mm -hmm. down to a point where I actually care to check it, I, will, but I doubt that'll happen. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and the rope comes back and it coils its, its itself up and um, you can hand it back to Earth or wh whoever wants to hold it can hold it. Yep. I'm to you if you want to hold it. I can hang on to it. It's your benches. You can all fly and whatnot. This might actually come in handy for me. Exactly. You know, if we absolutely have to. But and it seems you go first more often than not, so. That's true. Oh, the, the, the rope goes, and, and a bunch of, of knots appear around your waist, shortening yeah. it by, by 10 feet. So now, now, now you're being squeezed. Double says the corset. set. Nice. All right, well, keep going. I think we're almost there. At this point, you guys guys can see about 200 feet up, almost a shelf. Best way I can describe it as if the clouds don't don't worry about clouds or sky. You just see a shelf of dust, constant wind flying from some ledge that you can't see about 200 feet up. So you can't even. The clouds are like misty, way above through that. It's almost mm -hmm. like you'll have to be climbing up through a dust storm. A storm. Do -do 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 -do. I'll let you go as long as you want. It's sandstorm. I got you. I know. About 200 feet more up. Unfortunately, there's no more problems. No more complications here. You reach the only complication is that you reached the top of this pass, and it actually turns a bit so you can very nice and easily though it's a little bit steep these, these last few switchbacks climb up and over <clears throat> the moment that you all do talking has to be done like this because the wind is just buffeting you and it's stinging your eyes the amount of dust and pebbles that will fly and just ping, ping, ping off you occasionally and right now you look forward and you can just see that you're on a fairly flat landing here, but there's definitely a fairly sharp drop off ahead of you. I would say that your vision is cut off to around 60 feet at the, this point, point in time. Mm -hmm. So this whole plateau, the shelf that you're on right now is maybe a, around, fifth, around 50 to 60-ish feet in length or wide, I suppose, if you want to walk further eastward, as is your... Constant goal. Do the uh, glasses actually help with that in some ways? I mean, not like in terms of visibility, but in terms of not being like buffeted as much given what they kind of look like here? Um, well, 
anybody who wants to do a perception check when I describe the, the, the wind or something like that will do will do it at disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Since the goggles give you advantage, it, you'll just mm-hmm. do a straight roll. So that's how sure. they're helping in this this case. Sure. I just think mechanically, the Norman doesn't have to blink as much. <laughs> yeah, like no, I would you take them off and you have everything's brown, but yeah. you still have like the circles that's clean underneath. Yeah, yep. you won't have to worry about like about you won't have to worry eye. about things getting in your eyes, which is very nice. Says you're up yeah. there. The goggles were a perfect thing to have for for this leg of the adventure. Yep, that's one time. One time I actually had them on where it needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are. As I described, take it away. Okay. So I'm trying to understand the storm and everything. We so even if we go to the far edge, we can't really see anything past it. You can, if as as you go to go to the far edge, there's not as much dust being whipped up. It seems to be okay coming from this and the earth. So as you move your so okay, I'll say as Earth is pushing his way for it, you guys can actually feel the wind here. Yeah, the wind here to give you a um. I actually did find a, a chart, the Beaufort scale of wind force. This would be cons- considered a um, fresh uh, gale, mm-hmm. which is an eight out of 12, um, which means tw- twigs break from trees. Walking against the wind is difficult, and it's about 40 mile per hour winds. Mm-hmm. And Earth, you know, this is not as bad as it gets. So as you guys are coming forward here, as Earth is stepping forward, pushing against the, the wind, you all follow suit. Your, mm-hmm. and your hair is just tangled from mess. Is Strychnine still out of his dimension, or did you poof him back away? I would have poofed him back away. Okay. Mm-hmm. You feel um, Icky poke, uh, poke up a beak as, as if he wants to look, and then decides against it and pokes the beak back down. <laughs> and it goes lower down, like on your stomach a bit. It's actually exposed, I think. So it Oh, no, I'm too far down, too far down. Just stay right <laughs> here, your top there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, Earth, as you get to near the, near the edge, there's less dust and, 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 and stone chips be, being, being picked up. And there's actually a moment here where the wind does die down. And you all can look over the steps here. Now, an interesting geography fact. Do you guys know steps actually are s-t-e-p-p-e-s yeah um like, yeah i walk them out every day <laughs> yeah from a geographical standpoint and at least um you guys would all probably know this or at least um norman you would because you're a nature guy steps s-t-e-p-p-e-s is the um in in our world the eurasia equivalent to what what we would call a prairie mm-hmm. flatland I was like, typically they're flat, right? Mm-hmm. Completely flat. Just what makes the whole, um, the fact that these are called the sovereign steps, S-T-E-P-P-E-S, um, a bit of a misnomer, but also it's the perfect thing. Whether they were named that before the cleaving and this huge shift happened or not, you don't know. Maybe they were always called that and then they, the name just stuck because, and now they're actually steps. But as you look over, you can't help but want to remove that last P-E um, from the word because these look like shelves almost that come down hundreds of feet and then go and down hundreds of feet and go and there's plateaus and canyons here and mountains as if this earth did not simply drop like this it dropped and dropped some areas were pushed together as I as it describes you guys were flying and saw a, a lot, lot mm-hmm. of this 
It's very chaotic. But in general, I would describe it like this. There is a downward, if you took the point where you are right, right now, there is a general downwardness from this point on. As you look out miles and miles, there are some areas where there's huge mountain peaks that, that, that exist. That's true. But in general, it's a downward trek and a lot of flat areas and downward trek because the eastern half of the continent, look at the map, is indeed several hundred, if not a thousand feet down compared to the eastern half. Mm. How you get there, well, that depends on what pass you're, you're taking. So you get you are you are all treated to this sort of fantastic view here of a landscape that you've never quite seen before. I would call it breathtaking, but the thing that's mostly taking your breath is the wind. As right about now, it all of a sudden picks up again, <laughs> and it's buffeting you for a second um, time. Seems the wind up here ebbs and flows. It's coming from the east to the west, yes, but it also changes direction at times too. And Earth, you're familiar, you're familiar with this. You know that there's something specific that, well, I'll let you speak from there, but this is not unusual for you. You're familiar with this ebbing and flowing of the wind. But you guys, now that it's up again, speaking will be a bit more difficult. So what do you think of the view? It was nice when I could see it. <coughs> Bit windy. We should find a uh, stone tablet up here. Okay. Look around it... for that. Sure, I guess. You were born there. You adapted to the wind. I was born in it. Molded <laughs> by it. Does this stone tablet even have on it? Like rules for general civilization that just never made it down the mountain, or <laughs> it says it number like eleven a... through fifteen on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or is it just like a landmark that we are trying to find? More so a marker than anything. All right, I'll take a look for it. Um, and Josh, I'm just going to ask you: Does the wind feel right right now? I would say yes. Okay. Oh, 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 you mean in that in that way? Yes. Um, the way I think think about it is it, it will take a check to try and determine if it's the right time or not. Mm -hmm. um, and it only lasts about 10 or so seconds at a time. Yep. And then it shifts. So in this exact moment in time, no. But correct me if I'm wrong, there is like a pattern, right? If you- Yes. Can, okay, if you stay a while, okay. And Earth was never the best at picking out the pattern. He never made this trek alone. There were always other people that that knew the way. I mean, Earth knows that there's a pattern, and he kind of knows, but it's okay, a matter like the of second time he had. He was the only one. So true. And it's been six, seven years since then. So who knows what that? But you, yes, you are familiar with it. Okay. And as we speak, you kind of feel a tug that you're familiar with that makes you think this is the right place and things haven't changed so much um, that, that, that the rules have all changed. But you got to find the right spot and that's where the tab to tablet comes into play. Mm -hmm. um, what is everyone's... Um, actually, I don't think any of your passive perceptions will make it if, if we, we do the, the, the disadvantage here. So go ahead and roll 
Um, perception checks at disadvantage except for you, Norwin. Just a mm -hmm. single roll for you. Perception checks. Okay. Ooh, six. 23. And six. Andy and I bump into each other. <laughs> oh. I found the tablet. It's it feels hard away. as a rock. It hit me right in the head. <laughs> um, Norwin, you're you're walking through as those those who are kind of bumping into each uh, each other, and Darbellos just is facing away from from the east. He's facing west, letting the wind kind of flap his long coat. He's mm -hmm. not doing much looking right now. He's just trying to keep the the, the wind out of his dainty little eyes. But mm -hmm. you, you know, you follow the paths of of the wind, and your goggles help tremendously in this instance as. You just walk around with your staff, taking in the sights. One thing that you, without roll that high, one thing that you notice mm -hmm. is, as you expect, there's very few flying creatures here. Yeah. Um, very, very few because the wind's so fucking hard. That's the whole reason that you, that you guys can fly. You guys can fly away faster than than most things in your in your wind forms. Though your winds, so you have no mass. That's kind of why it was so hard. Mm -hmm. But you imagine. Creatures like hawks and falcons, or whatever else, aren't going to have a, a lot of fun, or even vultures, because wind. But as you look up, you actually do see like the silhouette of a bird-like like creature. In fact, a bird that doesn't seem as high up as you might expect um, a bird to be. It's almost like a red-tailed hawk that's maybe at the top of a tree line if you were walking in your forest hmm. um, about that size and it, it just catches your eye and then you see it just turn and go against the wind and, and climb and climb. And then it gets kind of just past up a point and then you see the, the, the slab, the um, stone tablet about 20, uh, 20 feet away from you. Hmm. Was there anything about the way that, that that creature reacted that seemed unnatural? Like, if it did, it seem to like notice uh, me or the, anybody down here? Oh, uh, how do you make a uh, animal handling? I was going to say an animal handling. I also want it to be insight. Nature. Um, <laughs> and, like, I yeah. want you to insight that bird, but I think animal handling will be the best, the best catch-all for that. So go ahead and make an animal handling check. Because okay. animal handling isn't just physically handling, and it's also understanding their emotional states and their mm -hmm. desires and all that stuff. 20 total. Dude, you were nailing 20s left and right. All <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. like all dirty 20s. But... Yeah, they're all dirty, dirty 20s. I like um, <laughs> You didn't get the impression that it saw you or it was reacting to anything. Okay, just curiosity. Didn't get that imp imp impression. Okay, and it seemed like, of course, Norwin's forest is a little bit, you know, the trees are pretty damn tall. So is it like, you know, hundreds of feet up we're talking here? Or is it like, you know, like a, a standard kind of like pine tree height? Um, Probably a, more like a 50 or so feet, feet up, 60, okay. 70 perhaps. Okay. And the wind is so strong. That's what makes it odd. It's the only one of its type that you that you you see and it's what looks like about the size of, of a hawk flying in this gale force w w winds there about 70 feet up from you i'll say interesting okay noted the stone tablet is there about tw about 20 feet for further to your left which would bring you a total total of, of about 40 feet from your comrades 
Okay. So I'll uh, like look at him and say, Arf, is this it? Where is he? Where is he? Over here. Follow the sound of my voice, silly. <laughs> I'll find the tablet. You, you, yep, you all head over there, Darbellus included. And Norman, as you look at the tablet, there are words on there. It's, it's small. This tablet isn't some giant thing. It's small. It's only about a foot wide. It's, it's like a square foot that mm -hmm. juts, juts up off the ground, maybe a foot, foot and a half. Exactly. <laughs> exactly the size of your foot and then that and a half. Okay. And on it, it's small and chiseled in there, so wind-worn, it's almost completely smooth. You have to, like, just rub your hands mm -hmm. on it and feel the words more than see them, even with your goggles helping out tremendously in this case. Mm -hmm. But it says in um, Common and s several other languages here, every journey begins with a leap of faith. Every journey begins with a leap of faith. Norman says aloud as he just did. The journey begins with a leap of faith. So when the winds die down again, from here, we should be able to see a path we can take through these first few mountains. It's a lot of walking for the next two or three days. All and right. just, just then as he says that, um, the wind does indeed die, to die down and earth kind of, kind of points over the edge. You can see switchback paths coming down and earth can, earth can point and just, you can see the way through mountain passes and can, can, and can, I mean, of course you can't see the entire expanse by any means, but you can see the general snippets, you know, images of a long trek. What you would imagine to be a day or two or so just to get down and through these areas. All right. Off we go, I guess. Let's go walking. Uh, what kind of check would it be, Josh? It will be a survival or a nature check. Oh, cool. Um, and something that you could dis dis you could describe also if, if you wanted to. The check for you is lower, but this might be more suited to it. Nineteen. Oh, kid. <laughs> Very nice. That's that's your survival, I'm guessing. Yep. Very nice. Um, are you just are you gonna wait to to feel it? Yeah, like I'm gonna kind of okay. So I'm gonna pull everybody close because this is the important part of this. Is if you don't I think uh, how to explain this. If you don't follow this path correctly and you get lost right away, you'll like we'll waste all of our time. My head will pop. You two will probably starve to death. Well, maybe not. You guys can fly and shit. That'll come in handy in the paths and everything. But mm -hmm. point being is, and as I prattle on, Josh, that'll be me kind of waiting for exactly. It. And as you as you're saying, as you're right at that spot, the wind kind of dies down again, but then picks up strongly from one one direction kind of right where this this tablet is there's a strong wind that's sort of pushing directly against you a, a change from the wind that was coming mostly straight eastward and then some channels that came this way and that way there's a die down and then a strong that almost pushes you guys a little bit back and then it dies um down again and it lasts about 10 seconds or so 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's just happening. Okay. Yeah, that happens right now. Um, how close are we to the edge? Um, you're about. Uh, well, how how close do you want to be from the edge as you're? Well, that's that's what I mean. I have to ask them, like, as I because I would imagine Earth is standing pretty much right on it and pointing, like, this is the path that we're gonna take. Blah 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 blah. Well, if you pulled us in, I guess. Yeah, so I suppose everyone is within within five feet of the edge. Then these two on either side of me would get a nice little push. <laughs> and then I'd grab Darbellos. What, 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 what? What are, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then I would jump right after behind them. <laughs> oh! Irv clearly um, was was reading uh, Davenor's um, journal as a how to kill your friends um, book <laughs> rather yep. than a tale of woe and misery. Because indeed, as Earth shoves you both strongly <clears throat> and then jumps down, you begin to fall and you twist like, what the fuck? Like, do I need to start flying here? Would I need to turn elemental? And you just see Earth, Earth also, Darbellos, he's holding by the wrist, Darbellos digging in his feet but can do nothing to stop you as you just jump off. Woohoo! And I'll just mime really big if you guys are looking up at me as we fall. <gasps> okay. Try to hold my breath best I can. I'll hold my breath and plan his demise. <laughs> Roll for demise planning. I'm kidding. Nat 20, you fall and fall. And the wind is just incredible as you're falling off the wind, pushing you direct, directly against you. As it's pushing, whistling through your ears, and your hair is standing straight up, as you're all hard right now. You feel the wind pushing you more against the, the dome. The sheer drop, and you see how weathered, how worn and smooth it is. Very, very smooth. Here, the other side, this is almost worn to a, you can touch it, it doesn't hurt. It's so smooth, like glass, like, like mm -hmm. ice, like marble, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's an exhilarating, exhilarating, terrifying six seconds as you free fall hundreds of feet. And then it's a gradual sloping and the wind is pushing you and mm. your butt hits and you just begin to slide, which slows you down as you're sliding along this gradual, gradual edge that gradually is becoming more and more flattened out. So now all of a sudden you go from, but still, this isn't going to help you. You're, gonna, you're going super fast. No matter what happens, you're going to crash into something. And you see the earth coming at you, and it's gradually, and then it's smoothing off. And you're skidding now. You're skidding. You're skidding. The wind, you're now, the wind is pushing against you still. And about eight, nine seconds in, you come off, and you're in open air. And the wind dies. You're now below that channel of wind that has now shifted again mm -hmm. and you are in a free fall another hundred or so feet and you look down and you see why earth is doing this as you see water beneath you a motherfucker river that is coiling and churning through here and you all <laughs> plunge into it now falling into water still very painful uh, painful. Mm -hmm. So I need everybody to make a um, acrobatics check to see if you can orient if you can orient yourself in this you know free fall sort of way so you take less damage. I will say the DC is much 
lower because Earth successfully pinpointed the right time. If not, and you guys had just jumped, it would have been a pretty pretty difficult DC. Mm-hmm. So what do we have a 20? Oh, that's not right. We have a 16, 22, and 16. Very nice. Mm-hmm. That means you guys take half of oh, this. Boy. Does Darby not have to make it? <laughs> That's still a lot. That was a very high roll. 24 <laughs> damage. Um, yes, Ouch. I both of can make it. Thank you very much for reminding me. Um, this might kill Darby. Knock him out. Yeah, the DC was only 10 because it was either being 10 or 20 and Earth got the right timing. So it was only 10. Most people could do it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Darbell doesn't have his own faculties. Earth's holding on to him. Just... You slide in Earth, boom, take in half. That's still a lot of damage. Sorry, guys. But Darbell yep. hits. <laughs> oh. Um, and is indeed knocked unconscious because <laughs> of the um, avalanche that had oh, yeah. happened. So you guys are now in the water. This is a churning, raging river. Good thing I got a hold of him. <laughs> right now, it is a very good thing, actually. So you're holding mm-hmm. on him, but you either, you, you either two are all, you're all very near each other, but can't help each other out too much in this exact capacity. As you are under breath, as you know, as you jump into water from a great height, you are tens of feet under it right now and you hit mm-hmm. the bottom actually your feet you guys all went in very smoothly from, from, from feet first you hit the bottom of your feet then you just swept away through the, the bottom here you're tossed you're turned you're making your way wind is or, or wind. water water is rushing past you and annie you have it's good that um you made a, a saves a while ago to be be over your fear of mm-hmm. water you don't like it, but a long time time ago, you got over your primal fear of it. Now it's just a fun um, character flaw instead of mm-hmm. a like thing that kills us all. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Never tell me your unique character ideas because I'm just like, gonna kill you with them. He'll just turn it against you, so you have to roll every time you rage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Earth has this one spot on his ass. Cancer. You have ass. You have ass, <laughs> you have ass, ass cancer. Can't <laughs> cast. No, that's not gonna work. Yeah, Asner. There mm-hmm. we go. You have one I made it work. Always to live. Okay, yeah. as you're going, you're turning, just turning through this. Um, you're holding your breath. About thirty seconds go by, and it <clears throat> you bring yourself up and out of the of the water and take in deep breaths, which for for you, Annie, is all about all as much as you could you could hold your breath if you didn't have had not had taken a breath. But since you did take a breath, you're fine either way. You come up and you're fighting, or you're not fighting, you're moving along with the current here and you see that it spit you out and you are heading almost directly into a cliff face, which like a stone wall, which is impossible. Where's the water coming from? And as you're nearing, nearing, you see that there's about a three foot gap there that you'll all easily bob under. And you do, right? As you come up and see this, you have, have, to, have to almost suck your head down as you reach your hands. But you can barely scrape against it, but nothing to really slow your way. You, you feel some moss. The stone here is very, very slick, and you keep being tossed and churned through. But you come up, and you all have um, dark vision now. Fortunately, you wore the goggles, so you won't have um, disadvantage on, on these. Well, no, you'll have disadvantage, but at least you'll be able, be able to try this normally. It would have been bad if you didn't have those goggles on, just so you know. So as, as you're coming through, 
you see that it has essentially um, spit you out in what is pitch darkness now. The light that was coming in through that gap, gone. And you are in pitch darkness, but your dark vision helps you here. And you see a land, you see that the river smashes against this sort of rocks and whatnot, and but then naturally turns this this way to who knows where and earth, you know oh, that they need to grab onto that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as we're bobbing up and everything, I'll scream, here comes our time to get off. So grab on and get out of the water. Otherwise, you're going places I don't know. All right. Couldn't have said it better myself. I need everybody to make an athletics check for me as you are essentially coming up and you need to grab on to the, the, the shore, the stony shore here. Disadvantage yourselves up. Uh, no, advantage okay. here. Advantage? Okay. No, not advantage. Just, a Just straight roll. roll? Straight roll. Okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, Ew. Uh, pretty good, actually. Surprisingly good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Earth, you hit and your fingers dig in so waves are still pulling at your feet but you're easing up you pull your, yourself up um Marwin, this i did i say i meant to say athletics yep uh, well which that is because you're a human and they have auto whatever on that cool yeah yep. so you're actually as earth you, you grab and your legs are, are going and then then you bring yourself up ah! and breach there, hauling Darbellos with you. You, fl you flop him. You look back to see if your friends if your friends are there. And you see um, Norwin's already on his feet on the shore next, ne next to you, wringing out his shirt. And you see Annie is scrabbling, not able to get a grip. Annie, you have another chance here. You have three chances to grab on. Uh, okay, well, seeing that, can I say, Earth rope! <laughs> Oh, yep, already ahead of you, and I'm going to tie and have it be tying around me and then holding the other one up for Norwin. Okay, yep, grabbing that. Oh, okay, so you're... So what's happening? It's you're anchoring it you. to yourself, right? Yes. And then Norwin's going to jump in? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Yep, okay. Gotcha. All right, so tied to you, is it tied Is, is it tied to your waist as well? Yeah, I would tie it to my no, waist as well. Yeah, all you have to okay. do is like, tie, and it goes... Tie, 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 and then you jump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you have to make this next check by yourself, but the third one, if you don't don't get out, Norman will give you advantage on it. It did Let's just get a 12. A 12 would have made it the first time, but the DC is uh, on a scalering thing, so it comes up. So as you scrabble, now your heart is getting frantic. It's beating extremely hard. As you bob it, you turn, you just see another sort of slit, slot in the stone, and you hear crashing waves coming from and pitch darkness not leaving here but going somewhere dark and deep that you do not want to go you feel like you almost have it then it breaks you see norwin jump in and swimming with the current as you're trying to swim against it trying to swim you are mm -hmm. indeed slowing yourself which allows you two to meet um i will let um Would she kind of get to make her own check to catch herself and he'd get to make a separate one to catch her? Or all, Yes, actually, that's it. You both oh. just have to make grapple attempts at each other. So both of you ju just make make separate athletics checks. Athletics checks? Okay. Which is essentially a grapple attempt. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what you're doing. 17. 11. Oh, 
Okay. Lincoln's rough for Annie. DC <laughs> was higher, but Norman, you literally just barely get it. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking. Seventeen was the DC. Twelve, fifteen, Woo! and seventeen. As you're as you're jumping in, and Annie, you see him, and you just dig in, dig in the the, the claws of your fox-like feet, and you push off, and you try to grab his hand, and it slips, and you're 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 gone. You're going down that thing, but Norman's hand grabs your wrist, and now you just you're not you're not grabbing onto him, unfortunately, Annie. He is grabbing on to you. A and little self action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am now longer. <laughs> dragging your feet against it and then you're gonna grab and pull grab and pull mm -hmm. um Everyone's going to wake up. <laughs> those, those were death saves. Yeah, I think so they were. Un unconscious for I actually didn't think this would take us 30 <laughs> seconds. From uh, the moment he hit the water all the way through yeah. to this point, oh, okay, and you're tying and, and jumping in, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's been. No, it's from hitting the water. That totally yeah, makes, yeah, yeah that, exactly. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> So, yeah, Earth, you just feel your feet kind of being pulled, but you're like, fuck no. I will want you to make a strength check. Just to be clear, too, this rope is magical, and it can come toward me every 10 feet, too, oh, on, its own, yeah. on, on its own action, just so that it's known. Nice. Make the strength check, and we'll just lower the DC a lot, because... <laughs> I, I didn't think it, I I thought it I thought it only did that if there was nothing on it, but maybe that's not not true. And then it's kind of like um, thorn whip in some ways. Just throw it on somebody and keep going. Well, here I'll just make the strength check and we'll move on from there. Uh, so just a strength check. Yep. Okay. No, oh, that didn't work. Nice, 25. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Mm -hmm. As you're pulling against it and the rope is coming toward you, you do indeed pull your sopping wet friends up and out of this raging current. And for once so far, the wind has died down. I hope so. You still hear it in the distance. <laughs> uh, 25 hit earth. <laughs> Toward the water? <laughs> Backwards, but I do hit him with one Aldrich Blast. <laughs> what? Would it have been better if I told you? Hmm. It would have been better if we didn't have to do that. Well, it saved us about three or four days, so... Did it? Is Darbellos even alive? I don't know. Darby, how you doing? Barely. He's <laughs> on the ground flat, breathing oh. heavily. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. No, no, and you see, he has the worst belly flop face <laughs> oh. you've ever seen. It's red 
it's bruised already. There's even some uh-huh. blood where like it hit and his skin split a bit. It's a pretty fucking gruesome. The guy took 48 points of damage. That's enough to kill. I mean, you guys took enough damage to kill most people. This is not, yeah. and you can see why there's a normal pathway that would take two days to traverse, but is relatively safe. And then there's the strongman's way. Yep. Uh, I mean, honestly, that was kind of... It was fun until we hit the water, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's fun until you get hit in the face. That's pretty much a general rule of life. Yeah. It was not fun. <clears throat> that free fall, that sensation? Maybe if we had jumped, not been pushed. Oh, see, yeah. I was pushed. I, the first time was the most exciting. That's when I was pushed. Mm-hmm. For a second, I, I thought the him wasn't actually gone. I pissed myself. Yeah. Oof, well, the water wouldn't take care of that. Darby definitely pissed himself. <laughs> I think I did. Uh, Darby, do you have um, uh, means of um, taking care of that, or do you need assistance? Uh, I did, but I used that back in Dornberg. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, we should probably... Actually, no, yes, yes, too. Yes, too. So he he will pop a um his last. He he will be 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 very vocal. Well, I had two of these, but had to use one in Dornberg after I fell from some stupid height for for some reason, and then got hit by a bunch of shadows. This is my last one. My last healing potion of greater styles. He pops it and downs it. Uh huh. Well, that's not good. Like I said, we're just getting started. Oh, I'm just kidding. Quick. It's an easy trek for a while now. Can Darby? Can you see in the dark? Yeah. Halflings have dark vision. No, but and he snaps his fingers and and his wand um lights lights up at the end. So you guys have 40, 40 feet of light around you now. Mm-hmm. Great. And what you see in here is a dark. The 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 ceiling is only about four to five feet tall here so for most of you actually you might have to have you're, you might be okay you have to duck down your heads and you get a little bit anti so your horns don't don't tumble um the sound of, of, of the waves is still very very um audible here the ground is slick and as far as you can see you don't see any light save for what our fellows has you see backwards and there is that slit of light where you came from but clearly it's not the way you want to go there just seems to be a Maybe a 40 foot wide, no idea how long um, passageway here. Like naturally formed sort of thing. Hmm. Well, we should get to stepping. Should take this these tunnels for a bit and we'll get back to sunlight here soon. All right. Anybody need to stop to eat, patch up? How's everybody doing? I mean, that, that certainly hurt a bit. Um... Yes, it just depends on if we want to stop for a moment and uh, tend to ourselves. Right. I'm fine either way, but please warn us next time. Mm-hmm. You I know, do have I've, some... I've tried that several times, and I found it goes smoother when you don't tell folks they gotta jump off this cliff, crash into water thousands of feet below, hold their breath for close to a minute, and then pop up into complete darkness and hopefully be able to anchor onto something before they're swooshed off to God knows what. found it's better just to get them on the ride first than worry about getting off. 
you know, the, the, it would be give great to you know the anchor part at least. You know that would have you know, but it worked out. It worked out in the end. Uh, the waters weren't so high and rough last time. Yeah, that was. We got little... spit out into kind of a low tide pool. Wasn't this uh, fun? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that was <clears throat> all right. Uh, that's fine. Well, but fair is fair. You guys gave me a heads up about the ham and things like that. So from here on out, no more secrets. Thank you. You're welcome. Fair enough. Though, I mean, I feel like if it wasn't thousands of feet down, that would have been really, really quite good. I feel like we have something on, like, you know, like a, like a slide. Maybe we could put water on the slide. That would, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Orange in the right camp. <coughs> no, oof. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's, well, let's, let's, get let's take our mid-game break here. It's, it's, it's a little bit late, but I really wanted to get get past that that whole <laughs> challenge. Um, by the way, kudos to Leo for coming up with much of of that. That that was all his idea. I put the mechanics to it and added some details that even he didn't know. In order to keep it fresh, I didn't know it was gonna hurt too much, guys. That that was my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had woof. to think. I had to think. Why wouldn't everybody just just take this way? Oh, because it, it totally could probably sense. kill them. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that would kill like a level like six and below adventure easily. Easily. Even if almost you kill oh, it would almost kill a level nine um, uh, wizard inquisitor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but inquisitors ain't shit. What's he even doing here? I was nervous when 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 I realized I had to start rolling the sets. I was like, "Oh my god, he might actually die!" Because the first one failed. It's like if I roll a one, he's 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 dead. Yeah. Then the twenty. No, but that's when you pull out the whole thing, like with your sibling, where you're like, "You're okay, you're okay. Don't tell dad." And we just bring him back to life, and we're like, "You're good, you're good, you're good." (laughs) You were sleeping. We weekend at Bernie's him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think bring him back alive was the was the technical order. So hey, yeah. whatever happens in between, we kill yeah. him right away. Just carry him around the whole time. Bring him back to life at the very end. Yep, just bring him back to life every ten days. Yeah. We he gets writing like, how is it going? We haven't had a report. It good. <laughs> <laughs> just fine. <laughs> Nobody said he had to be a a halfling. So mm-hmm. kill him. Take a <laughs> finger. Reincarnate him into a dragonborn, and mm-hmm. then deliver him to the archlector. This all makes sense to me, guys. Okay, let's right. take our break before these ideas get too outrageous. All right, all right. sounds good. <laughs>